Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pursuing Greatness Podcast, a place where experts share their wisdom on living well by mastering your health, your wealth, your relationships, and your spirit. Before we get started, I want to remind everyone the best way to support the show is simply to share this episode with your friends and family. Also, if you want to learn more about Mastering Life, go to our website at pursuinggreatnesspodcast.com. With that said, I hope you enjoy the episode. We have a very special guest with us today, so grab your pen and paper and enjoy the journey. All right, we're live with another episode of the Pursuing Greatness show. Today we have Joanna Vargas with us. Joanna is a born entrepreneur. She's never gone corporate and has created and sold multiple businesses in the last 20 years. She is a business coach, speaker, fitness trainer, and podcaster. So I love having other podcast people on the show. Joanna, thank you for hopping on today with me. Thank you, Gabe. I'm really excited to be here and I love chatting with other podcasters and other entrepreneurs. We're going to have fun. Cool. Exactly. So I'm I'm, uh, glad we, we share the company. So to get us started, um, I always like to hear stories, like to how, hear how people kind of got to where they are. So why don't you tell, you know, the listeners, um, you know, you've had quite a, quite a, quite a career, 20 years, you've sold multiple businesses. How did you get to where you are today? Gabe, it's in my blood to be a creator and entrepreneur. Ever since I was a young girl, I was that gal that gathered all my cousins in front of my lawn and to let's have a lemonade stand, right? <laughs> and I took it seriously. I you know, wanted the best lemonade. I would pick avocados in my neighbor's yards and then sell it back to them. <laughs> I would do anything to make a dollar out of 15 cents. That's that right. was just in my blood. And it's interesting. I've always wondered like what the cash flow on a lemonade stand would be like. If, if you really looked at the numbers, I'm curious what, you know, from a business perspective, what it looks like. Sorry, uh, the profit going. margin was pretty low because we sold it for like five cents. Ah. And here, going back to that, I did it for a low price because I already knew at the age of eight that people would give us a dollar because we were cute. So I'm like, ah. we can sell it for five cents, but nobody's going to give us five cents. They'll give Jeez. us a dollar or at least 50 cents. <laughs> rather than why would I put it for 50 cents, then they'll give us 50 cents. And mm-hmm. I was already thinking strategically at that age, but was in high school. And I always knew that I didn't want to go to college. And what happened, Gabe, was that I started to take on everybody else's beliefs about what I should do and who I should mm-hmm. be. Yep. I ended up going to college and I hated it. I was a round what is it? Round hole in a square peg. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I did not fit in. Hence, I don't know the sayings. I left college and I started my dance career. I started auditioning. I wanted to be a Laker girl. I wanted to be a choreographer. And what I realized in that pursuit of that was that that was not my superpower. Mm. And I realized that it was actually a great teacher and a great creator. So I was the behind the scenes dance person. I didn't have to be the actual dancer and left college to open up a dance studio in my early 20s without one business class. I knew nothing. I didn't even know what a P&L stood for. You, you sold lemonade, man. You, you had, I, you... I just, I had street smarts. There Until this go. day, I still have street smarts. I'll be in a business class and I look at things differently rather than somebody corporate or logically looking at it. I sold that dance studio because, Gabe, I set it up in a way where it made me stressed out. It was a 365 day a year job and I hated it. Uh, 
I loved it, but yet hated it because I knew it was making me sick. My next venture, I started a 5K run. And actually, right now, we're going virtual. Yeah, so we're still producing that. Produced a dance competition. This year, it's our 20th anniversary. And the next brick and mortar that I created was the Fit Factor Studio. It was a fitness studio. Had that for eight years. And the biggest lesson that I learned was to create businesses that were scalable and didn't need me. And that was the way I set up the fitness studio. Total opposite than the dance studio, because the dance studio was completely on me. And uh, so that's how I set them up now moving forward. Awesome. No, I love that. And I love that you've, uh, you've kind of had, uh, not meandering, but you know, you, you didn't have a straight path and that's what, you know, so many entrepreneurs, that's what I hear is the, you know, they, get <laughs> they want the answer before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I jumped in Gabe. But yeah. I like, I think, you know, we all have our superpower, right? Like what are you really good at as an entrepreneur and then stay in that lane? Are you the visionary? Are you the CEO? Or maybe you're the actual person in the business, like the e-myth, the book, right? And what I realized was my superpower is having the courage to jump and build the parachute on the way down. Yep. And that is so crucial for anybody who wants to start pretty much anything, you know, but I love that. I can't remember. There's some kind of graph out there that's like the, the mastery uh, graph and it says, you know, you don't know what you don't know, then you do know what you don't know. And whatever. I, don't, I can't remember what the steps are, but, you know, at some point you have to leap. You, you have an idea of what you need to accomplish, <laughs> what you want to accomplish, but you, you, there's no way that you really know everything that you need to know to get it done. So you just have to get out there. You got to start moving. You got to shake and, uh, and get it moving. And that's what you've done um, over a number of businesses. So I, I, I love that. Thank you. So um, going back to your story, you uh, first you, you talked about beliefs, how you kind of, you know, you were in college um, and you went to college in the first place because people had been, you were, you were handed beliefs that didn't really fit with who you were. Um, so kind of go into that and how did you identify that those beliefs weren't you and weren't, weren't aligned with your values? Um, and then how'd you get them out of you and how'd you really realign yourself to, to where you are today? Mm-hmm. I'm a very creative, visionary type person. And I think a lot of people in that nature are very sensitive, meaning we sense other people and we take on their stuff. Mm. So anybody can say something and then I'll take on that belief. And that's the biggest thing that I've learned now as an older female adult. I'm like, know what's mine and know what's theirs. Because Mm. as a young, impressionable 15-year-old, anything anybody said, it would automatically like hurt my feelings or, oh, it's now mine. And what I've discovered is that it's not mine. And that's how I change it now. And so right away when something sticks me, when it triggers me, where I hear other people's opinions, I ask myself the question, is this mine or is this theirs? Right? And if it's mine, it'll feel good. It usually doesn't feel good. Like, oh, I don't like that they said that because it's theirs. It's true for them. It's not true for me. And that has been the journey for me as a creative person, as a sensitive person, because I always fought it, Gabe. I fought it because I tried to be like everybody else. I tried to be, you know, this corporate linear person. And I'm not linear. I am like, you know, a hundred dimensions. And I think that's what creates me to be able to do all these really cool things that is very different than you know, the people around me. So I've started to embrace that a lot more where I embraced it in my twenties, my thirties. And now I'm like, I'm really embracing it. And I wonder where it'll be even in the next 10 years. 
I love it. Yeah. It reminds me, um, in the end of this podcast, I'm going to ask you about your favorite books, but oh. I'm going to, I'm going to go into it before. Check out my books. They're all looking up right there. Yeah, yep, anyway. exactly. <laughs> the uh, one of my favorite books is the four agreements and in there, OMG. Uh, Don, Don Miguel yeah. Ruiz, he talks about how we kind of, um, I can't remember. It's not going to be exactly his words, but the idea is that, you know, throughout our life, we take on other people's beliefs. That's kind of how we're created as people. And so it sounds like you went through that whole process and you started to identify those things that were yours, that were legitimately your values. And then also those things that, that weren't you, that did not fit with who you are, that had been given to you. Um, and at the time you didn't have the strength, the the knowledge, whatever it may be to, to make that distinction and, uh, and grab on to the ones that were yours and, and go forward with them. Absolutely. Love that book. Yeah. So that's my own. I love book. That, book. that book. Yes. <laughs> Such a great, quick, easy read. I tell her, but that's like top five, right? That's like top five book that you should just yep. have in your arsenal. Absolutely. Four agreements for everybody listening. Um, so going back to your story. So you, you got a dance, you started a dance studio and a 5k run. Um, I've always thought starting a run would be a fun thing. I, so I'm in real estate. That's my main business. I do real oh. estate investing. Um, just fits with my personality. As you said, I'm, I'm, analytical um runs have always seemed like it would be a blast to start can you just kind of take us down that path how did how'd you start it what got the itch and then uh, how's how's it gone gabe every business idea i get i call them a download i will get goosebumps i will like just know you know when you get those okay i'm gonna do this i could hear god life <laughs> talking to me and i heard start a 5k like just do it i could feel it and I'm going, I know nothing about a 5K, yet I know I can run. events. <laughs> yeah, I can run. And I, I know events and I know people, but I don't know anything about a 5K. I've only run like maybe one in my life, right? And I called the city because I had connections with the city already. And I asked my guy at the city and I said, how can I rent the park? Or how can I get a permit for the park and just do my own little 5K for my fitness business? And he said, I don't know. Let me find out. He hangs up with me and he calls me back within five minutes. And he says, Joanna, I just talked to the city manager. What do you think about this? We've always wanted to produce a 5K. What if you produce it and we will block the streets off for you and pay for it? I'm like, see, like there is a higher being that said, you need to do this. Just make a choice and do something. And the choice was make a phone call. And so till this day, it's seven years now in the making, the city pays for everything and I make all the profit on top of it. Yet it's a, it's a win-win rather than them spending a hundred grand on a consultant and that may not know 5Ks. They're like, you do it. You live in the city. It's a win-win. We don't have to actually worry about it, but we get all the accolades and then I get mm-hmm. the profit on top. And so the first run that we did, Gabe, we had 1,200 runners there. That is unheard of for a first run. Like unheard of. I have, there's other cities nearby that have been doing it for 20 years and they barely maybe get 250 runners. And they were like, how? There's no way. Like we didn't believe it. They were saying, we don't believe that you got 1200 runners. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Is that good or bad? I had no idea (laughs) what to compare it to. And we built it on Groupon. So this is what I like to do. I like to build it on whatever's relevant right Mm -hmm. there. And Groupon is not relevant anymore. You know, yeah, but at the time it was like I rode that wave and I knew that I just needed bodies. I'm like, Mm -hmm. we may not make a high profit margin the first year, but I just want bodies because I need to build a a, momentum. Yes, momentum, names, emails, 
phone numbers and uh, pictures and people that said they've already done it. So we built it on Groupon. And then every year I'd never run one social media ad, not one Facebook ad until, you know, last year uh, we had 1500 runners yet from Groupon, you could see, and I know this has nothing to do if somebody's listening, they're like, what does it have to do with me? I'm explaining it so that you know how to ride marketing with what's relevant and like what's relevant right now, 2020, you can think of, okay, video marketing is big. Text messaging is big. TikTok. Which, TikTok is big. Yes. And it might be different next year. So you've got to write it this year and then ride that momentum. And that's how it started. Awesome. No, that's, that is really cool. Especially, uh, I mean, the thing that I kind of took from it is you, you had this idea um, and so many people, it stops right there. They have this idea they, and they don't know what to do. They don't, you know, they, they get overwhelmed by the immensity of everything that needs to be done. You know, I need to yeah. rent the space. I need to get uh, volunteers. I need to get a sign up sheet, blah, 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 blah. But all you did was you just took the first step. You, you knew that you needed space. And so you called yes. the city and you're like, this is the first step. I don't know what I'm going to do after that. I'm going to have to figure it out, but that is the first step that I do need to take. And it worked out for you. So that I, I love, I love hearing those stories. Oh yeah. I would say, make a choice, do one thing and do something. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, shoot, we are, we're going, we're speeding through the 20 minutes that we're allotted. So I'm going to, um, before we get into the quick question round, which kind of signifies the end of this episode, uh, I do want to uh, ask about Get Up Girl. Um, so the Get Up Girl, that is your um, your business. It's your your new adventure. Um, kind of tell us, you know, what you're, what's you have going on there, and uh, and and what people can expect if they check it out. That is my new podcast, and what I like to do is teach my gals different tools that we haven't learned in your conventional self development training, right? Because I did so much self development about twenty years, and I felt like I hit a limit. I'm like, okay, what's next? I'm still a little miserable. I'm still like, there's still something there. And those are the tools that I teach. And it's a little bit like next step stuff. And it's almost so basic that it's not basic. And I call it the get up girl because people always ask me like, how do you get back up? How do you do it? I, if I, just watching you, like you just lost this amount of money, this horrible thing happened to you and you keep getting back up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm the get up girl. So I'm going to teach girls how to get back up and literally get back up, not metaphorically and not with like more armor on. Because what I noticed, Gabe, is that we get back up, we dust ourselves off, but then we put another layer of armor Mm. and then another layer and another layer. And by the time we're getting older and older, we're just so many layers that you can't even get into us. We need Mm -hmm. to crack open and be our real authentic childlike self. And that's what the get up girl is. Awesome. I love it. Well, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a dude, but, uh, I'm sure I, I would still enjoy listening to your podcast. <laughs> Gabe, you know what? I have about 30% males that listen and I love it. I there love it. I, one of my, uh, my followers and it's, it's really cool. So I love that. <laughs> Shout out to my man out there. There you go. Uh, so that's the get up girl for people who, for all you girls out there and dudes, it sounds like, I mean, you can hear your energy. It sounds like great podcast. Check it out on all the podcast stations out there. Um, Joanna, moving us into the, the end of the end of the round, end of the episode. This is the quick question round. I'm going to ask you some quick questions, shoot back some quick answers and response. Um, starts with books. We've already, we've already kind of gone over this, but I like to ask people their two favorite books. One for the topic that they're talking about. You can give a book recommendation for business or mindset or whatever it may be. And two for just general life wisdom. 
Okay. For business, I'm going to go with The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. He talks about doing just a little bit. It is so tiny every day, but the compound effect, and that will help you have the slight edge so that you're a little bit different than 100 people are in the room. The other book for life and still business, I feel like they're all the same, would be The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. OMG, that book just, I was talking about superpowers today, your he says, uh, your zone of genius, superpowers, same thing. And then also hitting your upper limits and busting through those upper limits. So those two books, uh, put in your arsenal of five books, I would say. Yep. I've read them both, both really good books. So Yay, Gabe. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. All right. Next question is habits. Um, habits are the foundation of our life. So give us one habit that you can point out in your own life. And you feel like this habit, this one habit has contributed the most to where you are today. Atomic Habits as well. Let's throw that book in there since we're talking habits. But okay, here's the interesting thing. I was going to say morning routine, Gabe, right? I'm like a morning routine girl till I live and breathe by my morning routine, but I'm going to go deeper and I'm actually going to say evening routine because when your or my evening routine is not great, the morning routine is off. And every time I coach my clients, they're like, I don't have a morning routine. I'm like, let's go to the evening routine because it's going to set you up. That is your setup for the volley. And so I'm going to go with evening routine, brushing your teeth, like so basic for kids. Remember when you're a little kid, (laughs) brush your teeth, put your pajamas on. All that basic thing, all those basic things that we learned when we were seven years old, bring them back rather than you just fall asleep on your bed, you fall asleep on the couch. Evening routine will set you up for the morning. And P.S., another habit I'm going to say is sleep with your phone in another room. When you sleep with it by your bed, it controls you. You do not control your sleep. (laughs) I know it's a tough one. one. Yeah, Yeah, that one I worked on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my uh, my girlfriend gets on me that for that one because uh, you know I like to sleep with it in my room, but she's like, no, we need them out of the room. I'm like, ah, fine. Uh, So that's good. I like it. Good girlfriend. Give her some. (laughs) Give her some kudos. I like her. Uh, next question, um, is about your younger self. So you've had a lot of experience behind you, many you know, twists and turns along the way. So if you could go back to the Joanna, um, who is just setting up her lemonade stand on the, on the side of the street, go back to her, look in her eye, give her one piece of advice moving forward in life. What would that be? I would kneel down. I'd look at her and I'd say, Joanna, please know that what all these adults are telling you is their truth. You know, what's yours. And it's not yours. And you can have your own opinions, thoughts, feelings, emotions. Those are theirs. Don't take them on, hon. Because if you do, it's going to be pretty hard. That's what I would tell her. I love it. I love it. Great piece of advice. Um, And this is the last question before the final, final question. So I guess it's the second to last question. But um, quotes. I'm a big quote person. I like uh, like quotes. I ask this question to a lot of guests. They don't have the full quote. So if that happens, don't worry about it. Just give us the, the feeling behind the quote. Um, so what's one quote that you really enjoy? Gabe, you are asking all the questions that I love. <laughs> the way you do anything is the way you do everything. That is my, oh, I live and die by that thing because I think it's a good gut check where you're like, oh, I'm good. And you're like, wait, wait, wait. If you do it like that over here, you know, you do it like that over there. The way you do anything, the way you do everything. I like that. That, That's uh, that's really good. And it's so true. Um, 
Awesome. So now we are at the last question. And this is uh, for the guests. You've given us a lot of great wisdom to go by today. So I'm sure there's people who want to reach out. So what would be the best way for them to reach out to you? Please follow me and DM me on Instagram. I live there most often. Joanna Vargas Official. So pretty simple. And visit my website so that you can get my video of the three-step process of how to get back up. And that's at thegetupgirl.net. Perfect. Thegetupgirl.net. I will also put that URL in the show notes. So if you guys are listening to this on a podcast, click that little more that is in the description. It'll pop down the full podcast and in there, you'll be able to click through on Joanna's URL, thegetupgirl.net. Um, awesome, Joanna. Again, thanks for hopping on. I had a, had a blast talking to you. It was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. For everybody who's here with us today, thank you guys for hopping on the show with us. You're the reason we do this. So thanks for being here. Again, the best way to support the show is just to subscribe, like, and share this episode with your friends and family. Other than that, I hope you guys have a great week. Keep pursuing greatness, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Pursuing Greatness podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show and got some actionable advice and insights that you can apply to your own life today. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to support us, the best way to do so would just be to subscribe to the show and share this episode with your friends and your family. If you'd like to learn more about how to master your life by mastering your health, wealth, relationships, and spirit, head on over to our website at pursuinggreatnesspodcast.com. With that said, I hope you have an absolutely amazing day. Keep living in integrity with yourself, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.